<laughs> well, you know, there, you'd always do a good amount of editing beforehand, which I appreciate. <laughs> I like when we open with a giggle, though. It suits us. Yeah, I think it works. Uh, hey, Wesley, I have a question for you. Oh, no. Okay. Have you ever broken up with Kristen Bell? No, I have not. Oh. Well. Have you? Yes. <laughs> Please explain. Um, I might make something up. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Okay. Uh, I didn't like her for the longest time. I did not like Kristen Bell until Frozen. And that is when I decided she's not so bad. I guess I guess I could handle some Kristen Bell. She's 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 a cool gal. Yeah. She's doing it. She's doing it all right. She's living her life. <laughs> I think uh and then I always get her confused with uh, uh Anna Ferris. Yeah. And I always think that Kristen Bell is married to Chris Pratt. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> to the relationship, not yes. because rest someone in, died. Rest in peace relationship. <laughs> Rip Just marriage. Rip love. <laughs> uh, so Kristen Bell, huh? Yeah, I didn't like her. I don't know what was up. I just thought, I don't know. I don't think I, just I thought she noticed her for a long time. I feel like she was in a lot of movies, probably like this, that I didn't really see, but I only saw trailers for, and it was like, mm-hmm. she's boring. Was she in House Bunny? No, that was Anna Ferris. That was Anna Ferris. See, I don't know. I think they... In my brain, I was like, they both suck. <laughs> I just, like, couldn't, I couldn't care. And then Frozen happened, and I watched a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for Frozen, and was like, this girl's great. Like, she's really very talented I and lovely. weirdly love the, like, Frigidaire commercials that she and Dax do, or whatever they are. <laughs> for, like, washers and dryers and refrigerators and things. And, like, like, somehow they're super charming in like, commercials for, for appliances. It's a married couple advertising, like, things married couples buy, which is <laughs> yeah. really brilliant. It's great. Are they America's sweethearts? I think so. Matilda's not. She's to. trying to be. She was trying to be in the running today. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, uh. So we watched a movie with Kristen um, Bell in it. I'm umming a lot. Please, okay. let's, uh, let's find a way to pay you so I can, you can edit <laughs> out my ums. <laughs> uh, I like the ums. I hate them. Aww. Get it? <laughs> do you see what I did there? You I get that? You go. Okay, get so, uh, let's just, let's actually start this podcast. Yeah. It's been a little ridiculous. Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. We're, why are we saying hi? We're already in the middle of a conversation because with them. we're introducing ourselves. Hi, nice to meet you. That was me shaking your hand. I'm sorry about the bump. That's going to make a big noise. That was me reaching my hand out to shake your hand. You being the computer. Let me just give you a hug instead. Let me just... I love you. You're, you're important. You matter. So that's a hug time. Hug time. Uh, and this is viewing party. <laughs> it just got really real there for a while. Oh, this movie got really real. This movie got super, super real. We watched uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. We picked a random thing that I own on DVD. And we were trying to figure it out. We wanted something that was a little male centric. So we picked a movie about a breakup in Hawaii. And got <laughs> Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel's in it and he's, he's the, the main, main character. character. So I guess we did. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too girl. Well, he was about a man who was very focused on a woman. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Are there any parks and rec before we jump into the. Are you watching anything? I just... No, I haven't started a new... I'm trying to decide oh. if I want to start a new show. 
or like a Netflix show or live your life. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, or what? Or do other things. <laughs> but I can't decide what to watch, so I haven't started anything. Uh, sometimes that happens really randomly for me. That usually does where I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to watch this show now. Yeah. Maybe something will I watched come up. I don't know. Finally, the season finale of this season of Insecure. And I, while I couldn't sleep, I got about two hours of sleep. I was awake until like 5 a.m. one morning and was like, <laughs> oh, now my body wants rest that's great i need to be up at seven this is perfect i love it when that happens so i was like well i guess instead of uh uh thinking about all the reasons people might hate me i'll watch a show called insecure (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i watched the season finale and it was so good and i wish you were watching this show (laughs) it's oh my god i was like freaking out I'm just going to spoil it for everybody, but like Issa and Lawrence did not get back together at the end of the season. And I really hope they would because Lawrence is like my dream man <laughs> twerking it. Dream man. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that is a special jingle made up by Pam about David Tennant. <laughs> um, and it stuck with me for a very long time <laughs> when we were watching uh, fright night together. And yeah. I think he was wearing like leather pants and she just goes twerking it. Dream man. Uh, uh, Nice. I was like, this is our new jingle about beautiful men. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, oh, he's so beautiful and he's so messed up. And Issa's finally doing really well for herself. And I don't know what her friends are up to, but they're all getting like hella crazy. And it was really good. It was just so good. I cried. Oh, it's just really, really good, man. I just, I wish you were a part of this. Maybe. It's all good. The new, uh, I think a new season of Black Mirror is out on Netflix. Hannah and I like that show. It's not a binge show. Yeah. It's a show that you watch an episode of. You're like, why did I do that? That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to want like mindless things. Like. Friends. Yeah. Like I watched all of 30 Rock earlier this year because I was like, I just need to watch all of this in order because. Understood. Because. So like I don't. What's really a want, good, like, a good serious thing? What's a good? I always like to watch really serious stuff. Yeah, that's the like big difference. Is I like the stuff that that's like so shakes me, and I'm like, I'm oh no, like, oh, I don't want to watch this. Which is funny because like, sometimes I feel like you're like the straight laced one on the podcast, <laughs> and I'm just like off being wild and goofy, and I'm like, I want to hurt when I watch that's a why, movie. <laughs> I think that's why I like. That must be like we must compensate. You know what I mean? Yes, like. I'm like, oh, I do serious things all the time. I'm going to go watch Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I love Parks and Rec, but, well, we both loved Mad Men, though, and that was like, ugh. That one I loved, like, for sets and costumes and looking at, like, Helvetica posters in the design rooms because it made me happy. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That also made me happy, and I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) I had no background for it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I feel like I saw a really good – oh, I started watching Veep on HBO. Oh, that would be a good one. That would be perfect. I think they're half-hour episodes. They're hilarious the mm-hmm. whole way through. I I can't even – like, <laughs> there's so much funny stuff that happens, and it's all very, 
really, 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 really dry. Mm -hmm. And so it's not stuff that you like fall over laughing at, but the whole, like there's so much that's funny. You don't have time to laugh. Right. You're just like trying to take it all. Like, Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so I'm only a couple episodes in. That's the one I was like, I watched something funny recently and I liked it. Veep. It's a, it's a good, it's really, really good. There's not too much visual humor. Mm hmm that I've experienced so far. So it's not something that I have to pay like very that close attention show, like, to. has the guy from Russell Development in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so he good. is so great. Like even as just as a human being outside of that, outside of acting, he's oh a wonderful, gosh. hilarious person whose is name I funny? can't remember. What is his well, well, name? I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, the guy that plays Buster Bluth. Yeah. A Buster, 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 Buster. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't. When I hear the name Buster, I think of Buster Baxter. You know, from uh, from uh, from Arthur with the aardvarks and, and oh, stuff. Oh, gotcha. You know who's great, name? though? Will Arnett is, like, the sexiest. Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Yeah, he is, like, Hail such Tony. a great person. He's in the Angry Birds movie. Um, I've heard him interviewed a couple times on the Relevant podcast, and he's, like, started up some kind of like charity group thing oh he was on the cover of their magazine and he's very funny he's like uh he's just like a really sweet guy (laughs) his character in veep is similar to uh buster um he's just like her lackey yeah like he's explaining like the difference between those two characters yes and like they are a little similar but they're different they come from different places yeah totally and one is like completely reliant on his mother (laughs) mother (laughs) and one is just like trying really really hard to do a good job to the point where it's like hovering and annoying and you're like could you he's not like codependent he's just clicky (laughs) um it's good yeah so watch veep veep is excellent i'm i i'm excited on a different note stranger things too season two is coming out Next month. Next month already? Oh, it's, it's October. Out Halloween weekend. Ew. Right? I'm so excited. Leslie, I don't have time. Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> yeah. Can I tell everyone a big secret? Sure. When we watched Stranger Things the first season, I missed the first four episodes <laughs> and just kind of hopped into a viewing party. Oh, no. And never bothered to go back. So I don't know who... This girl is that disappeared. Barb? That every I don't know who the <gasps> f Barb her. is. Barb. Everyone's like, "What about Barb?" And I'm like, "Who's Barb?" And I'm like, "Oh, uh, I guess Barb's dead." I never bothered what? to go back and watch and figure no, out. I Barb could, is so great. I connected all the dots, anyways, and was yeah. like, "Oh, okay, great. Yeah, this is how this show is." But I was just like, "I don't really have time. I don't really have an extra four hours to go yeah. back." I mean, I get that. I did that also. Also, I did that also with Breaking Bad. The like second, the last, um, it was that last season because they broke up the last season into two really short seasons. Mm-hmm. There's like everybody did that four that episodes that I yeah. didn't watch, yeah. and I just like watched the finale and was like, I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> I'll take it. I don't have time. Like I didn't. I was so emotionally invested in Breaking Bad that it was like really really hard to fathom like putting myself through four extra hours when I was like I could just watch this one and like and get out and get out now that would make me crazy (laughs) like I couldn't skip to the end I don't know what I did I do that though I 
That's okay. Another difference between us is when I pick up a book, I are like you who read a last page first. Person. I read a last paragraph. Oh, I can't I, but not every book, but a lot of books, like, or I'll be halfway through it and I'll be like, how on earth are we going to wrap this up? And I'm like, oh, I know how to find out. Oh, I could flip 200 pages I can't wait and now find to out. watch When Harry Met Sally because oh. they fight about this. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, good, good. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> because, like, she's just like, why would you do that? And he was like, but I want to know how it ends. What if I die first? Right? <laughs> well, I don't want to know the whole thing. I want, like, I want the last little taste of it. Like, I'll read, like, the last sentence and be like, what in the world? Because it's normally, like... Do you just want the reassurance that... It, in fact, ends. Yeah. Is usually... I just want to know that it does end and then I won't be stuck here forever. Oh, it's the weirdest. But I don't care to do that with movies most of the time. Like, Well, it's harder with movies when it's a yeah. chapter of a book I don't or, want like, people an to episode sp- of a right. show. I don't want people to spoil a movie ending for me unless I just straight up, I'm like, spoil it, I don't care. Yeah. That happened when I watched, um, uh, years ago when I started watching Doctor Who, my boyfriend at the time really, really, really wanted me to watch it start to finish. There's so many. It's so many episodes. I can't do it. Like, he I wanted me to watch start to finish. And so I was watching start to finish. I hated the ninth doctor. I couldn't handle him. Christopher Eccleston. I mm-hmm. was like, I... I straight up, I think I said out loud, like, I don't want to watch a jerk every day. <laughs> I don't want to watch a jerk with the assurance that it gets better later, but somehow I watched Mad Men. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't I think there were other people to look at and focus on yeah, and be like, that's well, true. okay. There's only like, I could, the, like four recurring characters. I was like, I really wanted to see Dark Peggy Hill. was why I was watching the first season. Otherwise, yeah. I had nothing to watch. Like, I yeah. want to watch Peggy and Joan. I want a spinoff on Peggy and Joan only. They could have just had their own show. But, um, yeah. but, but, uh, what was he talking about? The uh, end, ending spoiling stuff. Oh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. So I would, on my own, because it was on, on in the mornings on BBC, and I had a TV in my room at the time, and I would just, like, turn on BBC in the morning. And then I was like, oh, it's that Doctor Who thing that I've been watching. So I would watch episodes out of order, and he would be furious. Yeah. And I was like, why does it matter? It was just like it was like the Christmas special or something. Yeah. And like, it's kind of a one-off, and I'm barely paying it's attention so anyways. I am he was really the mad. opposite. He like, really I would mad. get annoyed when I'd be home for Christmas, and my sister would be like, I have to watch the Christmas special. And I'd be like, but I'm four seasons behind, <laughs> like, I don't, don't, don't want to know what happens. I will say, having watched all of Tenant. Like back to back, like yeah. all the straight through. Highly recommend it. I yeah. totally understand why he was very attached to that. I yeah. still haven't finished Matt Smith. I like had to take a I've break. Only I got took a break. Like season three of the reboots. What I did a couple years ago was I was like, okay, for three months, I'm not going to watch television. Like for the last portion of the year, that year, I was like, I'm not watching TV. I'm going to spend that time doing other things and being productive. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. It was really great. Very easy. I can go a long time without watching television now. Yeah. And of course, I have a movie podcast. Yeah. But I can go a long time. Like it's not, it doesn't affect me in the same way. That's why I don't have anything to park around. I know, because I I detached. And then... um, and then as soon as I was like, all right, like, my time's up, I'm ready, I'm going to watch Matt Smith now. And it was like, they're going off Netflix. And I was like, I can't. are you kidding me? Yeah. So I'm still, I don't know, three or four episodes into Matt Smith. And I've seen plenty throughout, like, I know dinosaurs are in space. And I've watched. <laughs> There's so much And I've seen. I have no idea. I've seen. Um, 
angels in Manhattan. Like, I know how things kind of progress in a way. And I hate Clara, but it's all good. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that happened. That's uh, that's my stint about... Sometimes I don't care if the ending is spoiled. Doctor Who is such a long-running show that, yeah. like... That one... Like, it doesn't matter to me if things get spoiled. Yeah. I don't really care. But I really was like, don't tell me how... Mad Men ends yet. Like, I really needed to, like, do that on my own. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just iffy. Depends on the mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm, like, never read the end of the... I cannot read the end of this book. And sometimes I'm, like, first thing I'm doing is making sure I like the ending to see if I even want to get through That's the rest funny. of it. That's funny. Yeah. So, there's that. So, Park and Rec's are uh, really old TV shows. <laughs> and Stranger Things is coming out. Yay. We recommend you watch the season we haven't seen. Yep. I'm Sure, it'll be fine. The Emmys were last night at the time that this comes out. Cool. So, congratulations, blank winners. <laughs> you did it. Good job. Good job. Yay. Congratulations, blank host. You did something. I hope you were okay there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who's hosting it. I don't know. I, I just... I feel heard. like I heard that they announced it, and then I didn't read who it was. I heard from John Oliver that they're like we won't be on next week because of the Emmys and I was like what? And you're like oh that's a thing I was like the Emmys are happening already is it? I was like oh shoot it's like already award season or something I'm so I was like I didn't realize it was award season yeah. already. Award season is weird Ugh. but anyway. It's all good so so let's talk about this movie. So we watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall I don't know that I had ever actually seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> None of it seemed that familiar. Interesting. Maybe I just watched a trailer and thought I had watched this movie. <laughs> that happens to me a lot, Wesley. Oh, no. I get like, like, oh, I know what this is. I get really sucked into reality. Oh, I did one time. <laughs> that isn't reality. In, in high school, we were reading, of all things, we were reading Paradise Lost. <sighs> and I was like, why is this movie familiar? Why, why does this all ring a bell? And then I realized... <laughs> Kristen Bell? No. I realized no. I had read the cliff notes in preparation because I was a nerdy person uh, who did that sort of thing. And I was like, oh, no wonder it's familiar. I actually did read about I, this before. I actually read this Paradise Somehow Lost. I forgot that I read the Paradise No, Lost I do this all the time. Because why would you remember that? So I'll watch a trailer and think that I've seen the movie. Yeah, so I, went, I read Cliff Notes and thought I read the book. <laughs> and then sometimes I will watch a movie and forget that I've seen it. Mm. Or I'll watch an episode of a show and be like, have I... <laughs> seen this before like I'm really <laughs> confused as to why we're all or no that happened while I was catching up on Insecure because I had the last two episodes yeah. in a row to watch and I was watching the like uh I think it was like last week oh thing and I was like oh I've seen this episode already and then stopped watching it and then a week oh. later was like wait that was the new episode <laughs> somehow my brain was like oh I've already seen this and quit watching <laughs> Even so then it, already, it just told me I know me. so then I was like two weeks behind because I was like oh no I forgot I mean it was not an issue because no one else in my circle is really watching the show yet um they haven't really caught on but I was like uh-oh um yeah so I have this memory of watching this movie with my dad and he I told you this earlier that 
sometimes I've, I've seen things with my parents and their opinions of it were so strong that I think it's my opinion mm-hmm. of it because I was affected. And apparently in like 2008 or whatever, <laughs> yeah. I was very affected by like <laughs> my parents. <laughs> or when did this movie come out? It was about I, that time. It was about that time based on the phones that they had. Oh, that yeah. Just like step up to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember just being like, no, I was in college. So probably around then. Yeah, I was just like, I hate this movie. It wasn't that good. I didn't enjoy yeah, it at all. So yeah, do you want to do a quick like? Yeah, but I thought top that I level plot yeah, recap. Yeah, I like thought that I hated this movie. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to me. I was lost. I was lost in it all. Oh. Uh, in my father's opinions. <laughs> I mean, it's not a movie I would suggest no. watching with your parents. And I'm sure Especially we not, got like, like a minute in and we're like, uh, uh-uh. uh. But I'd seen the trailer <laughs> so many yeah. times because it was like the popular like college kid movie yeah that came out that year or one yeah. of them and yeah. so it was easy to be like oh i've probably seen it i guess i don't know okay so jason siegel is a human <laughs> a human being he is a human male and uh uh we believe kristen bell is a uh human female they are dating and this is made abundantly clear she is a fairly famous actress she's on this like ncis type show yeah uh crime scene the scene scene of the the crime crime. (laughs) and they did such a good job making it fake csi like there's even one of the baldwins that like pulls his glasses down like he's david caruso (laughs) and it's hysterical (laughs) that's a theme song right (laughs) (laughs) just screaming (laughs) (laughs) is what i think is gonna play all the time but but it sounds like it it sounds like an ACDC song. It's some, I forget which band it is, but it's one Whatever. of something like that. Anyway, so, um, so he, so Jason Siegel's character is the composer for this show. He writes the melodies and such, and she's the star of the show and they're dating. And then, uh, uh, he, uh, she comes home and breaks up with him and she's like, we've been going apart. Uh, I'm seeing someone else. I'm sorry. Bye. So he spends a bunch of time crying, yeah. and he's hanging out with his best friend Bill Hader. Yeah, and he... slash stepbrother. <laughs> slash stepbrother, which is great. Whatever. They just throw that in. Basically, Bill Hader's great. Yeah, they, he has a sister that they show who. That's yeah. She's the funny. Wife of the yeah yeah. Anyway, she's not important. Uh, Bill Hader is also like just sort of important. <laughs> There's a lot of really funny people who have like side characters in this movie, and it's wonderful. It was like it was a little buffet of funny people, yeah, it was. comedians. So, uh, he's like trying to get over her, and he's trying to have sex with people, and it's not really working out. Yeah. <laughs> he's really sad. Do you want to gag me? I'm, what? <laughs> what? I mean, I kind of now, but but no, but like it was just like hi. Hi, that was my favorite part, is he's having sex with the girl, and she just keeps looking at him going, hi, 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 hello. <laughs> like, it, was really, so weird. it was really perfect and uncomfortable. Um, that was a fun montage, I thought. Sometimes I really hate, like, sex montages. I'm just like, this is not that interesting. But I was like, this was really funny. <laughs> just like, it was it was very funny. It was funny enough. Um, so he's trying to get over her, and it's not working. And Bill Hader's like, you should go somewhere. You should go on a trip. And he's like, you should go to the Alps. And he's like, I should go to Hawaii. And Bill Hader's like, don't go to Hawaii. He's like, why couldn't I go to Hawaii? And he's like, fine, go to Hawaii. So he goes to Hawaii. Um, he goes to Hawaii, and he gets 
to the resort Mm -hmm. and he's like hey I'm just here on a whim I don't really have a place to stay and like well the only place we have is the most expensive room He's like, Ugh. and then he realizes, like, oh shoot, my ex girlfriend is also at this resort. Was that an accident? No, he went there because she liked it. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's what I. So like, I couldn't. I didn't pick up on that detail. I don't think he wanted to run into her, but kind of did. Did like, he? It's your favorite. I'm gonna go there. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't know that she was. He didn't know be... she was gonna be there. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he went to this place that she loved. Didn't know she was gonna be there. Of course, she's there, and everybody knows. Everybody working at the hotel knows that she's there because she's famous. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so he bumps into her and her new boyfriend. Yeah. What's his name? Albert Aldous? No, the, act- the actor. Russell Brand. Russell Brand is the boyfriend. I do not like... This is probably also why I think I don't like this movie is because I didn't like Kristen Bell. Yeah. And I really don't like Russell yeah. Brand. I'm very turned off by him at all times. Yeah. Except for that man bun, man. <laughs> He had a man bun and was doing yoga, and I was like, I see it, Katy Perry. I, I see you. I get it. I get it. I would make that mistake, too. I wouldn't go as far as to marry the mistake, but, like, I get it. I totally get I it. I feel like he's always playing a parody of himself. Like, I'm not sure if, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if either he doesn't know how to act, and that's just how he is all the time, <laughs> or, or if he's, like, um, I'm bizarre, just playing up the bizarre, that he like, is. James Franco style. Right. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. James Franco like, seems James to do Franco it really well. One of those people that I'm like, I don't know if I can watch you. But if you're making fun of yourself, then okay. <laughs> still, anyway, so yeah, she's dating Russell Brand, who's a rock star. Yes, in this well, world, he's a dumb rock star. Well, yes, he's, yeah, <laughs> yes. he's a bad rock. He's not very good. But whatever, he's famous also. So they bump into each other, and Mila Kunis is working the front desk. Mila Kunis mm-hmm. becomes very important. She turns into Jason Siegel's love interest. Um, so essentially, Mila sees what's going on and is like, oh, this is super uncomfortable. Yeah. And she was like, hey, we can give you that room in front of yeah. the ex-girlfriend to, you know, like help him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no one's in that room. So if you clean up after yourself, you can stay in it. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she was like, all right, which is super weird and like, Probably not legal, but whatever. No, she was also, like, fraternizing with the guests, which I'm pretty sure is illegal, but I mean, I don't... It's, it's Hawaii. <laughs> Dreams can happen. It's and like it, Disney. Like, I don't know. That's dumb. <laughs> That's a dumb thing to say, Katie. That's really dumb. Um. So, anyways. So the, so the plot of the movie is really, like, they keep bumping into each other, and it's awkward, and yeah. he's crying a lot. He's really <laughs> they get, they The, the <laughs> hotel gets complaints that there's a woman crying from the top floor. He's like, I'll try to keep it down. <laughs> so and he's, he just, like, lays down the yeah. fetal position on the floor. <laughs> just cries some more. So he's sad. He's trying to forget Sarah Marshall. He's attempting to forget her. So he... Uh, like Jonah Hill is like the maitre d of one of the restaurants, and yeah. he's trying to pass off his mixtape to Russell Brand's character. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, obsessed with Russell Brand. <laughs> um, he's trying to like kiss up, but he's super awkward, and he shows up, and uh, basically, Jason Siegel just like befriends everyone who works at the hotel. Yeah. So there's like a couple of there's bartenders. Like, yeah. Paul Rudd is there Paul as a Rudd. surf instructor. The weather outside is weather. The weather outside is weather. 
I mean, that should just be our theme song for this I, podcast. I love it. The weather outside is weather. So he's a really awful surf instructor. He's like, you look like you got some pain behind those eyes. Something that can only be fixed by weed. You got any? And I was like, no. I, and he said that a couple of times, so it made it clear that he just says this to yeah, every he just person. Says it to everyone. And he, like, um, forgets everyone. Kristen Wiig was the yoga Kristen Wiig is the yoga instructor. Like, at one point, uh, just, like, laid on her and was like, I'm just going to memorize your body, body right now. I'm just going to take it in. Do this perfect. for me. She's like, it's perfect skin, perfect form. Uh, like, like, I completely forgot she was even she's in She's so movie. good. Well, she's brunette. Maybe so why would you remember that about her? I don't know. Also, she's in it for about three minutes total. Yeah, yeah, she's um, really good. So, like, she's the yoga instructor. Who else shows up? Jack McBrayer. Oh, yeah, 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 is, yeah. Is uh, the, like, conservative Christian guy who can't figure out how to sleep with his wife. Yeah, it's their honeymoon. and like... He has to get lessons from Russell Brand, creepily. <laughs> On the beach. <laughs> And it worked out. I mean, it was great. Oh, my God. His character is funny. And that brings up a lot for me <laughs> about religion and yeah. stuff, which is maybe we don't need to talk we about it. don't need to go there today. I mean, we can, we can touch on it. My thought has maybe always when been. when we get saved, we can yeah, do that man. conversation. Yeah. My, my basic thought has always been, like, of course, um, like abstinence is an awesome healthy option and i think that uh uh we've also like shamed certain things to the point where mm-hmm. it becomes a really unhealthy option and it's something that's yeah. done out of fear instead of honor and it's something that's done out of shame instead of respect and it's something that's or, done out of like guilt instead of like what's the word? like confidence yeah you know like there's no it's just become a thing that i'm like okay well uh you don't need to kill yourself if you know you like make a choice uh that like that yeah. level of so clearly this couple is coming from or he at least is coming from uh the portion that's really really like shamey and mm-hmm. she's coming from the side of the religion that's like i've saved myself and i'm ready to go <laughs> yeah <she> which <laughs> My experience as a youngin was very much her experience of like, can I get married now? I'd really like to know what this is. I'm, that's all I want. (laughs) Because it's built up. It's built up in such a way that's like, when you get married, you can have all the sex. And people are like, I'm ready. I'm 16. I'm ready. That's all I want. And then people get married really young to people that are really terrible for them. And then we have a high divorce rate because people are unhappy and should not be in that commitment relationship anyways so yes. that's my stance on that so that's where he's coming from yeah. that's my basic little like yes abstinence um and there should be responsible education behind that instead yeah. of like fear tactics it's really irresponsible and terrible or just keeping people in the dark completely oh my gosh that's dumb we'll watch saved and i have a lot to talk about we'll have a lot i have about. so much to talk about about that uh, a good conversation yeah 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 okay so, so. Anyways, so there's all these side characters. They're hilarious. Side characters that are hilarious. Jason Siegel's running around making friends with all of them. In the meantime, he's also getting closer to Mila Kunis' character. Mm-hmm. And they start hanging out. And they meet her ex-boyfriend, <laughs> who's, like, there for the purpose to show that he has an ex. And that she's actually a little, like, she can get real worked up. And she's not super chill. Like, she was acting like she was all the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, she we find out that her character moved to Hawaii for him, and um, she says that she really likes it there, but it's slightly yeah. unclear if like, yeah. do you really like it there? Do you feel stuck? But she wasn't the manic pixie dream girl who was like. I'm stuck here and I'm gonna get out one day. No. She was just like, this is where I am and I'm actually making the most of it and yeah. choosing to like be happy here, you know, as happy as I can. Yeah. Working at a resort and catering to, you know, rich white people all the time. Basically. So. <laughs> random tourists. Yeah, just random <laughs> tourists. So they start getting closer and uh, catching feels. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, uh, Kristen Bell is realizing that she still has feels for Jason, Siegel, and uh, all this stuff. And it all comes to a head when Jason Siegel and Mina Kunis decide to have sex. Oh, and then he has been moved. Like, he had to get out of, like, the nice room. Mm-hmm. He moved to the room right next to Kristen Bell. So he, like, the exes <laughs> are now in rooms next door to each other. Yeah. And then this cute moment where he's like, it was the only room available. And she's like, sure, of course it was. <laughs> and they're just like mad about it. So uh, both couples uh, are decide to have sex at the same time and are like competing <laughs> with like how loud the noises can get. Um, and it's during that time that uh, Jason Siegel and Mila Kunis have this really lovely conversation afterwards mm-hmm. where... He's like, I'm really like spending time with you, and I'm glad I'm here. And she's like, me too. Yeah. And then Russell Brand is like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, you're clearly yeah. emotionally attached to that human being, and no, 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 no. And yeah. she also realizes it too. But, like, he's a terrible person. <laughs> like, oh, he's awful. <laughs> like, he's just awful. Oh. Which is also the weirdest thing, because I think he made the most rational choice. Probably, yeah. Even though the way he talked about it afterwards is like, you made a really great choice, and then you made... Uh, a bunch of other stupid like ones. really awful remarks about like you like totally uh, yeah. like neutralized your good <laughs> choice of like oh I'm with someone who isn't actually emotionally available to me yeah and I don't know that I am to them and this isn't going to work out and I need to exit like I've assessed the situation <laughs> and I'm going to leave <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he could have done that but instead he's like she's crazy you deserve a medal for dating her yeah. and I was like okay she's attached it's fine. like she didn't seem that crazy and no. we found out she's a little crazy but like nor I don't know I guess I was like no this is normal behavior I felt like it was pretty normal behavior, yeah. considering it was a five-and-a-half-year relationship with Jason Siegel, and of course she's still attached. She's just seen him for a week out in paradise, yeah. being happy without her. Yeah. She's slowly becoming miserable because she's, for the first time, probably spent a lot of time with Russell Brand's character. <laughs> I couldn't do it, Wesley. <laughs> if I had to spend that much time with Russell Brand, I would cattle brand myself. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do it unless by some miracle. No, I would have to be on drugs. I don't think I could do it. I would have to be on That's drugs okay. to no like one's listen to him. you. Just Wesley, don't make me do it. <laughs> Wesley, you no. You have to do it. Oh my god, I can't. I can't. <sighs> he need to breathe about that. I got really worked up. Like no, no, no. <sighs> He's in his stupid short shorts and his <laughs> dumb hair. And what is he even talking about all the time? I He's don't always know. like I just. He's so weird. They make him sound like totally stupid. I know. But I do love the line about when he kept losing, he couldn't find his one shoe. Oh. (laughs) It's like, it's like, 
it's like this shoe's fellow. It's like this shoe's mate. Um, <laughs> it looks like this one. I lo- <laughs> Have you seen it? I lost it. It's just like, <laughs> keeps going about his shoe. Kristen Bell's just like, I can't like believe this is... Okay, great. You lost your shoe. Great. This is who I'm talking to right now. This is the flip-flop. Oh, they went hiking and flip-flops in this movie? <laughs> Stupid. And then what did he say? Mila Kunis took him hiking, and she's like in like cute little short shorts and flip-flops <laughs> hiking and she's like come on and he's like I think I have a fever um <laughs> I never like, sweat this much <laughs> like, he's just we're like, both like yeah we get yeah it. We that's me hiking <laughs> hiking's the worst <laughs> so, so don't make me sleep with Russell Brand everybody <laughs> don't make me do it I don't want it um he did he was really good at yoga though and he had that man bun <laughs> that just the man bun was the moment where I was like oh Okay, I get it now. And that was it. <laughs> Man bun in the handstand. And I was like, all right, I see it now. And then it went away immediately. Yeah. So he decides that he's going to get out. He's going to go back to London and, you know, do his rock star thing. And he starts talking about how crazy Kristen Bell is. And I was like, this is really disparaging and I don't appreciate it. So Jason Siegel goes to comfort Kristen Bell. And then she's like, pulling, like, <laughs> Trying to pull his face, like <laughs> yank on it almost to like get him to kiss her because she's feeling helpless and vulnerable yeah. and just wants to be comforted. And she's like, I missed you and I loved you and let's just spend one more day here and then we'll go home. Yeah. And so they uh, like try to have sex and then it's not working, which is great. <laughs> it was really funny. It was really funny. <laughs> this, this movie probably has like, the best awkward sex scenes because yeah. there's nothing about it that you're like boy I feel really uncomfortable it's right now it's worthy no it's yeah. just funny yeah like train wreck did that also yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like John Cena and Amy Schumer are actually a couple that I really want to happen in real life because I think they'd be so great together <laughs> But their sex scenes in that movie were so funny. Was she trying to get him to dirty talk at one point? And he's just like talking about like like, like he's a fitness like oh, like he's fitness your coach. And like, and he's like <laughs> she's like stop like reps or something like something ridiculous. She's like, what are you doing? What is happening? And he's like, you got this. <laughs> you can do it. Anyways, oh gosh, but it was that kind of like those two did really. Yeah. They did very well making like the sex scenes like f- really funny and not like terribly uncomfortable you're yeah. just like this is awkward and hilarious um and so anyways it doesn't work they can't have sex and she's like she says she says the perfect line which of course is the line where you're like okay he needs to leave she goes what's wrong with you and he's like maybe there's nothing wrong with me maybe you broke my heart and my penis doesn't want to be anywhere near you ever and just like Gets dressed and leaves. <laughs> he like takes off and he walks outside. So like they're doing it in this room on the ground floor, and there's like a wedding happening outside of their room, and they have the curtains open the whole time. That whole scene, though, I was just like, Mila Kunis is gonna walk by, isn't she? She's gonna come popping up yeah. into a room to go see him at his room, and she's gonna see. But no, that wasn't what happened. Yeah. So he goes and finds Mila, and he's like, something happened, I'm really sorry, and she's like, get out, don't, she goes, don't write me, don't call me, don't email me. (laughs) And my first thought was, like, what about texting? What does he have her (laughs) email? No, this guy reported, no, 
hotel. Like, why'd you give him your email? Like, maybe they could email her her work thing. I'm sure you could find it. If she's, like, a guest care coordinator, you might be able to get her work email. I was like, what? What? I know. I know. So he goes back home, and she's all like, I can't believe... I Clearly, she'd been cheated on by What's-His-Face. Yeah. She said that she did. Oh! I forgot this one part. Yeah. So there's a when couple... When they were talking at the beach. Yes. Before... The interaction yeah. with the ex-boyfriend. That would make sense. Um, I think I was texting. I think I was looking at pictures of twins. Twin babies. I, you <laughs> I was looking at baby pictures of twins. Um, and so I was really distracted and yeah. not listening to a sob story on a beach. That's so two big pieces that I didn't mention. One are, there's this um, little gag that comes back where at one of the, like the one of the bars on the island, there's just like a bunch of pictures of like girls flashing flashing yeah. girls in like the men's bathroom and uh jason siegel is like did you know that there's a picture of you in the bathroom and she's like yeah uh i mean we tried to take it down but he you know the owner wouldn't have it or whatever yeah. and so like he's like you want me to try and steal it and she's like no <laughs> like he'll I'm, kill like, you like he'll like, beat you up like, like he'll kill do you it. don't worry about it the other piece that I didn't mention is that because Jason Siegel is a music writer, he's also been working on this like little pet passion project, which is like a Dracula musical. A rock opera about Dracula. With puppets. With puppets. It's so good. <laughs> it's excellent. And yes. So anyways, so after this and Mila Kunis is like, don't talk to me ever again. He yeah. goes back to the bar and takes her picture out of the wall. Like he like mm-hmm. gets it out. Somehow, I think it was stuck behind something. Anyways, so he gets it out and gets beat up by her ex-boyfriend in the process. And he just, like, walks up to the front desk of the hotel where she's working. And he's, like, bruised and his black eyes and everything. Like, he clearly looked like he just got pummeled. Yeah. Just sets the picture down and walks away. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, oh, man. Oh, man. I really, maybe I messed that up. Yeah. So he goes home. And he's being depressed and doing his, you know, songwriter thing. And then we have a montage of him. He finally gets kind of inspired and finishes yeah. his musical. Mm-hmm. He finishes his, uh, what is it called? A, a taste of love or a bite of love something or something like that. Something. I think it's taste of love. Yes, a taste of love. And uh, he sends an invite to her. He sends a photocopied poster yes, a in photo- the mail to the front desk. Yeah, to the front it's desk. adorable. To just, like... <laughs> I'm ha- like I'm ha- like he didn't technically write her. Yeah. And he did not email her and he did not call her. He nope. sent a, a flyer <laughs> to a business. Yeah. He did not break her uh rules. Yeah. So one of her friends at the hotel is like <laughs> he goes he goes she he, she's like I don't know. I don't know if I can go. Like he really hurt me or whatever. And her friend is just like he rejected a blowjob from his ex-girlfriend mid blowjob. <laughs> Do you know how hard that is to do? <laughs> this guy is in love with like this guy cares about you. And he likes puppets. So and he likes great. puppets. So, <laughs> so it's like opening night or whatever. It's like, you know, maybe the only showing that could ever happen. Maybe. Um, that's often how that goes, is you get one show to see if you can fill it. And it's this really awesome puppet rock opera about Dracula. There's puppets. It's so good. It reminded me of, and I showed you a couple of videos of this mm-hmm. from Star Kid Productions. Uh, they did the Harry Potter musical and Me and My Dick is the name of a musical. It's fine. It's just a character. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's about, 
I, th- I think it's about a boy who, like, loses his genitalia. It's a separate character. Oh, no. And he is, like, trying to be in a relationship with someone, but, like, his heart and his brain are also characters as well. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, like, okay. so they're like, well, we can't have sex because we've lost this part of us. <laughs> And so they go to, like, find it, and on the oh, way, no. there's, like, it's really good. Like, she's also, like, lost hers and everything. And so they're like, well, we're in love when we would like to, but, like, do we need to? And it brings up a lot oh, of, like, is this something that we yeah. need? Can we be in love without that? It's really good. Yeah. Um, but they're, like, their own separate characters, which is great. They have, like, a council of, like, vaginas, and it's just, like, you know, like, pink flowy costumes. <laughs> And they have, like, a council where they're discussing things. Like, it's really good. They did Holy Musical Batman. Um, they're, they were based out of the... Uh, okay, there's the Michigan University and the University of Michigan. Okay. It's the one that has the Wolverine. Okay, I don't know it's which that one's one. Which it's the one with the M, and it's not the Spartans. It's that one. Okay. It's the big one that sports people. That sports. You know what we're okay. Talking yes. About. So if you're listening, whatever. <laughs> though it's the one that you might hate if you're in Columbus, and you might not care if you're a sane person. <laughs> so they started there, like this true, just like a theater group started writing their own musicals, and now they have, I think they have their own theater in Chicago. Nice. And they just, like, make their own shows all the time, and they're fantastic. Some of them have puppets, some of them don't. Yeah. They're usually hilarious and a little bit of, like, a, a play on something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so some of them have puppets, and they're very, yeah. very good puppeteers. I was shocked to see the production value. So I, uh, but yeah, so it's a puppet musical, yeah, which you so were like, I wish this was real. I was like, things like this no, exist. No, but I just want this, this one, one specifically. To be, to be there where they're like, there's, yes. <laughs> there's all these like there's bats and there's like fake blood that's and clearly mummies. silk. And then, <laughs> there's people in mummy and then costumes. At the end of the movie, like bats drop from the ceiling above the audience, and it's beautiful. He does a wonderful job. Yeah. Bill yeah. Hader is a uh, uh, puppeteer guy. He's the um, Van Helsing. Yeah. I was like Jean Valjean. <laughs> um, <laughs> similar, not the same. Yeah. I think they both carry a cross around at some point and sing. Um, the yeah. end of similarities that I'm aware of. Um, but I'm pretty sure great. that that is the entrance that Jason Siegel had into, like, the Muppets and being doing the Muppet movie. Why year did that, that new Muppet movie come out? Because it was a couple years so ago. good. I feel like it was maybe 2012 is what that I think. feel like it was. good. Because he'd been working on it for a long time with... Um, 2011. Oh, nice. With Brett McKenzie of mm-hmm. Flight of the Concords. They wrote it together, and it was perfect. It was a really charming little movie. I, I loved it. I liked it a lot. And it had Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jones. It had, um, I mean, it had everybody. There was, Zach cam- there was your normal cameos from every actor. Like, I love that they kept the spirit alive of, like, bringing in, yeah. like, famous people for a cameo yeah. in The Muppets. Uh-huh. It was perfect. It was, it was excellent. It was really good. The second one wasn't quite as good. I didn't at see all. the second one. It was fun, but it, I mean, it wasn't it it wasn't nearly as good as that first one. Yeah. But then they tried to make the Muppet Show TV show again, and then it bombed. Oh, I was like, man, because they didn't make it family friendly. Oh. They tried to make it for millennials. Oh. And it was like, we're grown up Muppets, and people were like, we don't want that. We want 
Oh. The Muppets we know. We want the it's like kind of a bummer. The bu- Muppet show right. Muppets. We don't want like Thirty Rock Muppets. Oh, which is I mean, what I it want, tried to be. I want Thirty Rock Muppets personally, but <laughs> uh, but I also love Avenue Q <laughs> as a musical. So. Yeah. Um, so he performs his puppet musical, and then Mila Kunis is there, and they like chat backstage, and. Yeah. She leaves and then turns around and comes back and he's like naked again and we we <laughs> and then a, we also it bookends this movie and bookends like, the movie that we start the movie off with Jason Segel naked and we end it with Jason yeah. Segel naked and what's interesting though and like is how the women react to him yes. in those scenes yeah. because with Kristen Bell she's like what are you doing go get dressed like stop it put, if you like, put some clothes if you on just put some clothes on no if I put clothes on it's over. <laughs> When Mila Kunis shows up in the same kind of situation, she just thinks it's hilarious she and like makes funny. out with him. Yeah, she's like, "This is funny." She's like, like "You're great." Like, you're, this, like this is the funniest thing. This is great. Yeah, like it, it's yeah, it's awesome. Um, so then they get together, and um, that's pretty much the that's end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Kristen Bell lost her job in this portion. Yeah. Well, she the, her show got canceled, so then so she, she got a new, a new show <laughs> called Animal Instincts, where she's an animal psychic and uses those abilities to solve crimes. <laughs> she like it is so great because she like looks at a dog and both of their her eyes glow, glow and then blue. she's like, "Do you know who Frank blah 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 is?" And the guy <laughs> like, like, like whoa. <laughs> She's got that. The, yeah, they were really good at bitch. like fake movies within movies, and this like shows within oh, shows God. are the best, and they did a really good job. Yeah, they did a, the perfect job, and those shows were really, really popular at this time. This oh, was yeah. like the height. Yeah, of CSI, this was when there were like seven CSIs. Oh, there was a time when there were like four of them on the air at the same time. Listen, the only one I ever saw. Well, hold on. There's Special Victims Unit. Which I didn't watch no, a lot. That's not CSI. No, but it's the same. Prom- <laughs> it's the same concept. Like yeah. there was CSI and NCIS and and Law and Order and Law and Order, right? And they all had like seven. Spin-offs. Oh my god! So so Special Victims Unit was that one was great good because Vincent D'Onofrio. But you know what's really weird and interesting is that Special Victims Unit, I believe, was actually some of those cases were like based off of like real silly serial killer oh, joke. Oh yeah. Well, that one was like there were a few of them that were like, oh, we took. They literally would be like, "Here's a plot that's been in the news. We're gonna twist it and turn it, it into, a, it TV into show, a TV show, which is a little disturbing. mortifying." And then, so here's here's my story about NCIS. Oh no, Los Angeles probably NCIS LA. Yes, the one with eighteen. Yes, NCIS LA. LL Cool J's in that one, yes. right? I'm pretty sure. Okay, so that's the one. That's the, is he in that? Yeah. I don't. I don't know anything yeah, about LL that Cool J. One. Because that one also had the little lady with the glasses that looks like the actress that looks like the woman from um, The Incredibles. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that also the same actress? Um, Probably. So LL Cool J. I don't know anything about LL Cool J except that he uh, wrote a song that people liked while I was in middle school. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand. He had, I knew what his acronym stood for once, but I don't remember. Cool J. Linda Hunt. Linda Hunt. So NCIS Los Angeles. There is one episode where uh, there's like, um, I don't know, some kids are like stealing or some kids are like 
they're doing something. They're like messing stuff up. And he like, and, and, uh, they chase them through the woods and they like catch the kid. One of the kids is a guy that I was in a film with (laughs) that I acted with in Columbus. And when he moved out to LA, he was like, he had a whole story in like, uh, the, I don't know, the Upper Arlington Times or whatever it was, because yeah. he went to UA. What was his name? It was, um, and he, like, was in this episode, and everyone was, like, super excited that I knew because I had acted with him. He yeah. was my opposite in the, yeah in the, um, the, like, abstinence education yes. video that I was in in yeah. high school. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, my partner, and he, like, moved out to L.A., and he was on the Disney Channel in a couple <laughs> recurring roles, and uh, he was on iCarly for a minute. Nice. Like, he did some cool things, and then it was just, like, Hello, Cool J grabbed his leg in the woods. Like, that's his claim to fame now, is this kid got snatched up by Hello, Cool J. Uh, um, so that's my singular connection with any of those shows is like, oh, Spectral Victims Unit was really interesting when I did watch it. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, yeah, Hello, Cool J grabbed a guy and he <laughs> just snatched him up. So that's my connection with those. Um, so, yeah, so then they, uh, I don't know, I guess that Mila and Jason – end up together and they uh I don't know like where are they gonna live together are they who knows I don't know are they does she moved in in his apartment does does he get a better apartment because he finally did a cool thing or like is it just like that was an awesome thing and it was about following your passions no matter who understands them because someone will appreciate them as long as you're passionate about it it doesn't matter if you make a lot of money doing it is that the moral of the story I don't know what the moral of the story is (laughs) I feel fine with that. I'm over here tearing up paper. Because <laughs> I'm stressed out about it. It's okay. When I tear up paper, I remind myself of the Langoliers. And there was a character who was sitting on the airplane, stressing out, and just is, like, ripping paper. And that sound is happening. Yeah. Like, this, you're, they, Stephen King sets it up in the story mm. in such a way that you're aware the entire time that people are fighting on an airplane that there's someone ripping paper in the background Weird. to calm themselves mm-hmm. down. But it's like getting everybody else really tense because it's just, it's like... Yeah. Sound that keeps happening while tensions are rising. It's excellent. Good job, Stephen King. Sorry about the clowns. <laughs> <clears throat> now I'm thinking about it again. No, nope, oh. let's stop. Okay, so I gotta walk home in the dark. Well, I don't have to walk home. I gotta oh, walk- so you don't have to walk <laughs> I have to walk miles home. No, I don't hike. You have to walk to the car. <laughs> I don't have to That's it. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. Movie. This movie was fun. It felt the breakup portion felt really real. Mm-hmm. I have cried openly over breakups. <laughs> I've never really had a balcony, per se. <laughs> it seems like a good opportunity if you have one. I do a lot of breakup crying in my car. Oh, well, that makes sense. And I get really nervous that someone I... I don't really care that people I don't know are watching me cry at a stoplight. I'm yeah. just like... Like, they like... Most people are like, I get it. Like, if I saw someone crying, I'm like, man, they're hurting. Yeah. But if it's, like, someone you know, I'm always afraid that I'm going to be like, like oh, hey, yeah. friend. I'm just over here, like, <laughs> at a yellow light. Because I'm yeah. like, I can't even go through the yellow light. And it's just going to turn red. And I'm never going to go anywhere ever again. I'm stuck. Like, all that will come up after a breakup. It's really good. Um, 
And so, uh, so that felt real. Like all of his crying and all of his just like, this reminds me of this person I'm breaking down. <laughs> she I was bought like, yep. me this cereal box because I love cereal. <laughs> she knows that I leave it open and then it's going to get stale. <laughs> and then he just ate like and a now giant I, bowl. And now I have the freshest cereal. <laughs> And I'm like, yes. Like, the characters would just go on tangents like that. Well, yes. We're pretty sure they just let them no. talk. Like, even my phone case, when he was talking about the cereal box, I was like, oh, I have this phone case from my old boyfriend. And it has flowers on it so that I could have flowers every day. And he yeah. got me this great phone case because I drop my phone all the time. And it's it's never been more protected yeah. and pretty. And I'm just like, that's the sweetest thing. And I think about it every time. <laughs> I don't until I look. Someone else at my uh, new job has the same phone case. And I picked up her phone one day and was like, uh-oh. Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> Something's wrong. No one else I know has ever had this phone case until huh. now. Interesting. There's also another girl at work with my name. Oh, but she goes by a different name professionally. And I was like, great. Cause I can't have this. <laughs> I almost didn't get to keep my name at the salon. Cause like it can get confusing for clients. Mm-hmm. There was like another Katie that might have been coming back and might have not. And so it worked yeah. out that like, they were just like, we're just going to let you have your name. And I was like, great. Thanks. Cause <laughs> I, I was going to then brand myself as Katie Thomas professionally. And just like, it would like, Everyone would just call me Katie Thomas, Katie yeah. Thomas, Katie Thomas. Yeah. But the other girl's name is Katie Thomas, oh, but no. she goes by a different name. And I'm just like, great. But like, so on all the things, it's just like, Katie Thomas is teaching this class. Not, not this person. <laughs> like not other name. <laughs> like, oh my God, this oh, is going to be, be so really confusing. exciting. I know. It, I think it'll work itself out. So I'm Katie. I'm, sure fine. I'm Katie. And because she goes by something else, like it's fine. And then there's another girl who's recently changed her name. So she was like, you might hear people call me this, but this is my name. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, I don't have enough trouble remembering everybody's names anyways. I was like, perfect. Perfect. And everyone's hair color always changes in a salon. Yeah. So I'm like, how am I going to keep keep it all straight? It's going to be great. That's a sly way of saying I have a new job. (laughs) Um, I liked this movie. So how many Channings would you give it? I would give it... Um, nine Jason Seagulls, and I would give it... That's good. Paul Rudd is in this movie. I mean, there's a lot of good people. Like, Paul Rudd is in this movie, and Mila Kunis is beautiful. That moment at the front <laughs> desk, you're so pretty. But you're, no, you're, like, so pretty. Just like, really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> they're just like... Like, um, like, just like, yes, I am. Thanks. They're using like compliments as like a way to like insult each other, (laughs) which is fun. Um, I would give this movie, I'm gonna give it like four Tatums. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like, it's fun. I could totally see Channing Tatum playing Jason Siegel's role, but I'm glad it was Jason because sometimes we talked about this, and I think she's the man where it was like Channing Tatum is so aesthetically pleasing yeah that i have such a hard time believing that he's like that regular guy like that he's that uncomfortable i think we did because it's like like, how are you awkward around girls like Like, how are you pretty forever how are you cast as like (laughs) average dude like bill Hader in train wreck is perfect yeah he's as like the average guy like he's just like a normal good funny weird dude yeah and then compared to like John Cena, who's just like <laughs> hunky. He is tw- like 20 Channing Tatums. <laughs> and he's the like weird, uncomfortable one. <laughs> and you're like, how did this? But I, I yeah. like when they play with that dynamic, but yeah. they played 
Jason Siegel. I think they played Jason Siegel really nicely where he's not like Yeah, this part suited him. Like really he's well. no, like he's an attractive man and he's also like normal. Like he's just like a normal. <laughs> yeah. I liked that I liked but I always have an issue where will you put like really 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 hot girls next to like super yes. average looking dudes. Yes. I have so many thoughts on that. And it's rarely Sitcoms. Yes, right? Ugh, it makes me so Ross angry. Ross would never end up with Rachel How? because Ross is so boring and How whiny and neat. Oh, so God. many shows where mm-hmm. Kevin James is dating hot women. <laughs> He's You're hilarious. Like, I get it. But he no. No. If like and I said this before, there are no instances of the opposite. Mm-mm. You never see it's so a rare. woman who is plus sized dating a super, super hot, hot. Right, like, traditionally, in quotes, attractive dude. Without it being, like, a gag. Exactly. Like, without it being, like, or, or like, it made into something, where Mm -hmm. it's, like, they suddenly blow it up. Oh, like, Melissa McCarthy's getting a show. She's gonna meet a guy at Overeaters Anonymous, and they're both Yeah, and I was, like, can't she, like, date a cute guy? (laughs) Like, thanks for the attempt at, but my... My dad was so annoying about it. He was like, you might really like this show. And I was like, because it's fat people? Thanks, dad. <laughs> it's just like, um, I could love this show. I love Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. This is a huge bummer. Yeah. Because Melissa McCarthy uh, should, in fact, end up with the super hot guy. Because it makes me so sad. She's and, like, so hot. That she Melissa McCarthy up, is so hot. So, like, I love She's her. She's beautiful. So she is Gorgeous. And it makes me so sad that in every movie her love interest is her real life husband. Not because they're right. not adorable together. But because he's because like a normal looking dude. But I'm like, why can't she like end up dating Jason Statham like in Spy when like why? she hangs out right? with him? I'm like, like why, why can't, can't she end up with thing? Jude Law? Exactly. I don't understand why not. Like, it's totally fine when we put like, you know, Adam Sandler with some woman who's super attractive. <laughs> but like it's it's so it makes annoying. Me so angry that it's like, like oh the average chubby guy hot girl, right? Chub like average chubby woman. It's a good thing there's right. another chubby guy to love her. And sometimes they try to like schlep down a girl with a hot guy, like in Elizabeth Town. You have Orlando Bloom who was like the hot stuff mm-hmm. that year. Yeah, like he was fresh off Lord of the Rings and it was yeah, like he was a big deal. He was a big big deal, and they put him with. Um, what's her name? Nobody really likes her that much. Uh, is it Maggie Gyllenhaal? No. No, no, no. Um, it's, uh... Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. And they tried to, like, kind of, like, schmuck her up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, she was Manic Pixie Dream Girl, of course. Yeah, she was. But she wasn't, like... She wasn't off being, like, sexy and doing hot stuff. Like, she was just kind of, like, normal and wore yeah. beanies and, like, yeah. you know, like, there was nothing about her that was, like, whoa! Like, yeah. they didn't do body shots on her. Yeah. So they tried to make her less pretty so that he could like discover so that maybe she could like discover that like oh a personality is great i'm like no she's still super pretty like yeah like no 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 no. yeah like this isn't it's so weird and i hate that and i can't i feel oh they do that with rebel wilson all the time too Mm -hmm. here's the difference so she ends up with what's his face in pitch perfect too I think he's really hot. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really, really into him. But he's not the movie's hot guy. He's the movie's weirdo. And so they've made, like, the weirdos get together. Yes. And And that happens all the time with the girl who's plus size. I'm like, why is this? 
like they finally started they're like oh look such and such is in movies now and look at what we're doing and we're being body inclusive and I'm like and you're making her the butt of everyone's joke yeah like everyone's joke and they're good at it but it also just reinforces the idea that like women have that you have to be cute to be worth you have to be pretty or you have to be funny that like women have to pick one or the other yeah and so I finally someday like just the other day I told someone I was just like um no I finally realized that I'm pretty and funny and I'm really happy to embrace both of them. Yeah. Like, it's fine. But I also fall very much into the plus size category. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to explain. I had to explain this to a friend, to a guy friend who couldn't understand. that. I was like, no, I, like, my, what I look like is, in fact, like, a fetish. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, people don't necessarily they, see me, like. Yeah. It's a specialty. I'm a, yes. yes. I'm like a specialty cocktail that exactly. like some people might like. Yeah. Or something that like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, if you're into that, when I'm like, or human beings with human anatomy and, and bodies is also something that you could be into and yeah. be into me. Like I don't need to be yeah. trying to explain to him that he's like, well, I don't really see it that way. And I'm like, of course you don't. Do you like fat girls? <laughs> and he was just like uh, well, uh, and I was like, no, you don't. And that's fine. Yeah. But like, don't say that if there's no discrimination just because you aren't aware of it. Like mm-hmm. it is in fact a thing. All of that to say, everyone in this movie was really skinny and really hot. <laughs> and the dudes were pretty out. I mean, they're pretty like Paul Rudd was in it though. <laughs> <sighs> but Paul Rudd was dumbed down to look like meh, but you yeah. can never really. <laughs> Paul Rudd is so pretty. It's. <laughs> I they also should... love fiction books. <laughs> he's so pretty, though. Like, you can't make him look like uh, Like, you could yeah. try really hard, but he's also... He he's... also miraculously doesn't age, and I don't understand. I have no idea. <laughs> like, you see like, him in American happening? Wet Hot Summer, and then you see him in, like... The, the ten years later ten one, you're like, he looks the same. You're the same. <laughs> or Me. younger, and I don't... Yeah. You're like, how did you do that? I don't understand. <laughs> Bradley Cooper is also has one of those faces yeah. where I'm like, you just kind of look the same, dude. Yeah. Women, on the other hand, can't let us get too old. No, have uh, been. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish that there's like a really firm point that I want to make, and I'm not having the right words for it about it. Um, but yeah, so there's like no great body representation of women that I'm aware of. They've yeah. but they've made it, attempts. It, Remember when they had the Fat Bachelor? Remember that one? No. Or it was called, like, something, I want to call it Flavor of Love. <laughs> Do you remember Beauty and the Geek? Yes. That just Ashton Kutcher did? Oh, are you, like, it was so stupid because he was still, it's, oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, why did you have to have, like, why couldn't you just have normal women who would be into someone like that? Yes. Why did it have to be like, oh, oh. you're going to end up with a beautiful woman who's totally disinterested in everything you're passionate about, is only here for money and fame, and you're going to be really unhappy and totally and unsatisfied. She's not going to appreciate you, and you're not going to appreciate her, and no. this is terrible. No, they had a, yeah, they had like a, like a fat bachelor where he was like heavier, and then they had like... Uh, like an a, a, a nice bouquet of women oh, for him to poor. choose from, and some of them were plus size. But I was like, why do you think that only fat people can be with fat people? Because I have dated. That's what TV shows you. Until this year, I have dated exclusively very skinny men. Yeah. Like that's just what it's always 
Yeah. Like, that's just how it has always worked out. I'm like, they're all very lean. Yeah. <laughs> and I was... I, for no reason other than, like, that's just who I ended up being attracted to at the time. Yeah. And that's who worked out. And it was never a matter of, like, boy, I could never be with someone heavier. I was just right. like, I don't know, this is just who I happen to be dating. Yeah. I, I'm not really that discriminatory <laughs> about body types because I'm, like, I'm also aware that, like, yeah. I'm not attractive to everyone. Yeah. And that's fine. And I don't expect to, like be like, why, why aren't you attracted to me every other human on the planet? Like, that's not a, that would be a problem. That's not an expectation. What's, it's very troublesome. And it's just a hint of the underrepresentation of any other kind of person in the media where I'm like, man, mm-hmm. like, I was tweeting if I feel underrepresented way. about this, like, holy cow. <laughs> I know. I know. I think about that sometimes where I'm like, oh, the representation in Hollywood is so skinny white person yeah 95 percent of the time it's really upsetting and if they're not you know but again like if they're skinny white straight person like yes so many everything's heteronormative and whitewashed and really really thin and it's not anymore that I look at it and I'm like man I wish that I could look like like I don't no I don't sit around body shaming myself anymore because I've embraced what I like what my body looks like like why don't I see more yeah regular women that aren't why is it a big deal that Mindy Kaling is an average size woman right right what on earth is that like she's gorgeous and hilarious and brilliant and like we still consider her right in that same they're like like, oh how unique yeah you know she's just like she's a person she's like a normal person wonderful creative normal person yeah i just read an article reese witherspoon put out like a whole statement Mm. recently and i haven't loved reese witherspoon maybe i have something against skinny blondes maybe i have a problem maybe maybe cool so i have a prejudice (laughs) about skinny blondes great uh it's just occurred to me as i was like boy i uh look at all these people (laughs) that reminds me of a moment in modern family where um (laughs) phil dunphy is sitting and he's just like i don't know i guess i'm attracted to powerful women michelle obama Condoleezza Rice, oh, pro, no. <laughs> and he was like, oh. Like he suddenly was like, there's a pattern that I never saw before. And this is why my wife is suddenly like, wait, are you sure you're attracted to me? Like, are you positive? That's the moment I just had where he's like, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, that's, that's my thing. Okay. Oh, okay, got it. Like, that, I'm attracted to these people. That's great. But it's like the greatest oh, list that's ever. Funny. I had that moment with myself. Yeah. Um, you're reading it article Reese Witherspoon. Right. Reese Witherspoon and she um she recently did uh there's a project coming out this year that she did with Mindy Kaling. Yeah. She's they, in something. They're they're in um A Wrinkle in Time with yes. Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Oprah. Right. Yeah. So they're all in Which there. I'm so excited for. And she she like mentions a conversation she had with Mindy when they were getting like hair and makeup done in the morning. And she says something about, like, are you, do you ever get tired of having to create your own roles? Because, like, the Mindy Project is Mindy's thing. Mm-hmm. Mindy Kaling put herself in the office. Yeah. There was no. She wrote Kelly. Yeah. Like, this yeah. was something that she created to get herself on the show. Mm-hmm. And everything else is, like, characters that, like, she's, like, written for herself. Or she's been on a writing team. Or she's been producing. And has, mm-hmm. like, placed herself somewhere. And, like, so 
Reese Witherspoon is like, do you ever get tired of, like, you know, creating your own roles? And Mindy says, I've never had a role that I didn't create myself. Yeah. She's like, it's not. That's not how my... Like, this isn't. She's like, no, I don't have the luxury of, like, there being an available role for me of, like, a skinny white girl. Yeah. Like, that's not... That, like, the casting call is, like, fair-skinned, slender. Mm -hmm. There's a whole... There's a whole thing about all that, yeah. like casting calls and like. Yeah. I think there's a Twitter. There Instagram. is. I follow one where the guy. It was a Tumblr that started. I know there's one guy who tweets things that are like how women are described in movie scripts, mm-hmm. and it'll just be like. Yeah, for scripts that are going yeah, out on casting calls. Like, Jane, who would be beautiful if she smiled more, like that kind of crap. Uh, like that people yeah. are like, this is how I'm describing my female character. Yeah, it's like w- what? And then they have you know m- male characters that are like adventurous, heroic, <laughs> brave, a little insecure. Like okay, great, but like, but Woman what? Is like brunette, like must be brunette, five six, size two. Like that's what they're casting for, and they're yeah. not like bring this emotional brevity to, this, yeah. to your audition. They're just like look like that, please. Yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah. So um, so yeah. I'm really glad we got on this tangent. I, I don't remember exactly why, because there were no plus-size women in this movie. Yeah. Jonah Hill was in this movie. Yeah. As a As the joke. Character. He yeah. was just, like, the joke for everybody. I was like, great. Yeah, I mean, it ha- and it's not to say it just happens with women. It happens with men a lot, too. Yeah, but I men feel have like recently... him in particular has to deal with, like, he has to deal with that a lot. Yeah, him like, and Do you remember the Josh Oscars Gann. when they, like, literally just called him out for, like, Oh, you lost a lot of weight, huh? Like what? Like the presenter yeah. at the Oscars? It was so distasteful. It was just like what? Like, cause really, like, really? Like, like be happy for someone. That's the joke you're gonna go with? Like, be happy for like, someone. He's and... nominated for an Oscar next to like performing In next a to movie Brad Pitt. Next to Brad Pitt. Like and you're picking on him and talking about cupcakes. Like shut yeah, up. Because and you know, <laughs> and then he gained it all back, and everyone was chatting again, and I was like, man, it's like, well, it's like, like, dude, no one talks about Josh Gad. <laughs> but I mean, if Josh Gad was here. He would have made me laugh. I love Josh Gad. Um, I also quoted Drake right there. <laughs> I quote Drake at the weirdest moments in my life. And I never get the references. So I'll show fine. you this video later. It's really good. We'll link to this video that I just referenced. It's really, really funny and has nothing to do with anything. Um, yeah. This movie gets four Channing Tatums. <laughs> How many do you give it? I was thinking four, too. Yeah. Yeah, four works. We'll yeah. take four. Four is I nice. I agree that it should get nine Jason Siegels also. Yeah, nine Jason Siegels, four Channing Tatums. <laughs> And a a fall run. (laughs) (laughs) And a partridge in the weather. (laughs) That's how we're going to close it out. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Is there anything? Oh, one thing we need to plug from the Lady Pod Squad. Oh, yeah. We saw this this today. This is the, like, the kind of thing that we're always encouraging you guys to go check out the Lady Pod Squad hashtag. Because, uh, I forgot her name. She runs the Hamilcast. If you like Hamilton, which I know you do because you're listening to me, uh, and I'm just <laughs> and here to you spread. Are a person with ears. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're a person with ears, and I'm here to spread the gospel of Lin Manuel Miranda. 
<laughs> all hail Lynn. He's in the bio of our podcast. <laughs> and he's like, no. caught on to how much we like him. She does the Hamill cast, and she just got to interview Lynn Manuel Miranda this week, and I cried it was so when I heard wonderful. about it. He came over to her apartment and spent like four hours with her just talking, and he's the one who reached out to her and was like, I love your podcast. When can I Yay. be on it? And I was like, Congratulations, oh my God! Oh, I wake up to his daily affirmations. I love him. <laughs> like, like he screw was, Tony Robbins. Whatever. We all need to go to a Lin-Manuel Miranda seminar because... He was gone on vacation <laughs> for a month and came back and, like, tweeted something. And I was like, I didn't realize how much I, I missed, missed his morning affirmation. So Victoria did the same thing. We are both like, he's We're back. Like, Yay. And now every morning I'm like, yeah, I can do it. And at night I'm like, yeah, I did give it my best. You're my... Oh. <laughs> You're my savior. Well, okay. Well, that was really that far. was far, but whoops. <laughs> I don't pray to him at night. I don't have a Hamel shrine. <laughs> You're thinking about it now, aren't you? Though. <laughs> no, but I do. I have a Hamilton Christmas sweater. Do you know who I am? And Peggy. Yes, I made you Hamilton signs for your room. So. Yeah, they're really beautiful. I was going to ask if I can get more again this yeah. year because I think I actually have room and I think I know what I want to uh, do with them. Nice. I feel like they should be on business cards that I pass out to people. It's, don't worry about it. Like, pay it forward. Lynn style. He might be all for that. probably be like, oh my God, let's make postcards <laughs> and we'll give them to people who look like they're having a bad day and it's just Lynn <laughs> and they'll be like, what is this? And why is there like no, a slushy on this postcard just right now? Really, they'll be really happy to have it. And it'll just have like Lynn's like Twitter handle. <laughs> Lynn underscore Manuel. <laughs> um, oh, it's so good. So that's my great that's my great idea for a random act of kindness. Anyways, so that's these are the kinds of stories and things that pop up on the Lady Pod Squad, and we're yeah. really excited to be a part Yay, of it. We're like, so proud of you. How many degrees of separation are we from Lynn now? Maybe we're kind of one. <laughs> I'm super close. Yes, you are. You're one. Sorry, I'm talking about me. I'm like two. Because Lewis Howes to DJ Khaled to Lynn Manuel, like I'm really close. Well, that's you three. Met one of the. My brother, my brother and me guys, didn't you? Oh, Did yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, Justin one. McElroy and McElroy. Justin McElroy is, yeah, is one. So I'm like two, two yeah. degrees, one degree. I don't know how that works. Two. One, two. Yeah. Great, two. So I'm two. We're so I'm close. Three, so so the closer that we can get is just <laughs> meeting little <Lindenham> Miranda. <laughs> I'm really, this is life we goals. We need to work out what our degrees to Channing Tatum are, because I don't, I haven't done that math lately. Ooh, let's sit down with that one. We'll um, talk about that next time. <laughs> somehow we have an hour and a half long podcast about, about Jason Segel movies. So dumb. <laughs> don't worry, there's like 10 minutes to cut out where I talked about <laughs> beer and pickles. <laughs> it's good. We'll save that one for later. <laughs> Um, that'll be a nice little tidbit for you guys at some point. So if you find any of this remotely, remotely tantalizing, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at viewing party pod. You can check out our website where we'll have links to extras, links to Lin-Manuel Miranda's Twitter. You know know what it is. We don't need to. At Lin underscore Manuel. Do yourself a favor and follow this man. You will not regret it. On the magic school bus. Oh, I was so excited to hear that song. I was singing it all day long. I just kept singing the magic school bus. Is there anything better than a Kate McKinnon cartoon with a Lin-Manuel theme song? I don't think no. so. No. That'll be a park and rec. 
We should binge that one. That'll be the new show you binge. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Check out our website. It's viewingpartypod.com. Email us any questions or suggestions you have or tweet us. We'll probably see it if you tweet us. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, join us us next week when we watch something else, talk about something different. Until then, this has been Viewing Viewing Party. Party. Bye forever. Bye, bye, bye. (laughs) Not forever. Not forever. No, I mean, well, no, I just say that to people when I'm trying to be cute. Don't worry about it. Bye. Uh